We are getting super meta today. You are listening to Krista Mayshore's podcast, but today she has Nick Good, Matt Kelderman, and Brian Force here from their podcast called The Only Real Estate Podcast Worth Listening To. Whoa, what is going on? I don't know, but listen in and get fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Hi, everyone. Welcome on fire with Krista Mayshore. So this is the, I have some awesome guests right now, Nick, Matt, and Brian. And here's the deal. They have a podcast called The Only Real Estate Podcast Worth Listening To. And they're on my podcast. (laughs) We've just been cracking up about that. And so this is going to be a great, great uh, show today. We've got some awesome producers here. They are like me. They are in the grind, just like you every single day. We feel what you feel. We see what you see. And we actually know what's going on. So welcome to the show, everybody. Thank Thank you for having having us. Yeah, we're excited. So this is going to be fun. I got to tell you, I, I'm, this is probably going to be, this is going to be really fun. So there's four of us on the line. So we're going to try not to overtalk each other. So first, uh, Nick, tell me a little bit about yourself. So my name is Nick Good. Um, I'm here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, just like Brian and Matt. And, and I run a real estate team called the Good Home Team um, that uh, started technically in 2007, but it officially launched in 2009 with my business partner, who is my brother, Austin. And uh, we've, grown, we've grown a team of, of about 12 to 15 team members that sell, last year is 189 houses, but typically we're, we're around that 200 plus uh, home sales mark for anywhere from 45 to 55 million in, in annual sales. Awesome. You're a, you're a baller. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Matt. Yes. So uh, Matt Kelderman, I am a business partner of Brian Force. I have um, been in real estate since 2012-ish or so. I was a bartender prior to this. So um, I'm a real relationship-oriented guy. Um, I'm still heavily in my personal production. So I'll close around 60 units this year. Um, you know, hopefully a little bit more, but 60 is what the goal was. Um, you know, puts me in a nice top 1% here in DFW, which is a really active real estate market. Like I said, we're just, with our show, we're just trying to bring awesome content to agents from, from people who are really selling real estate just like you are, which is awesome. I know, isn't it funny? There's there's a lot of coaches out there that have never sold. It's like, what's that saying? If you can't sell, coach, but right. we actually can sell and we're coaching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our our, our <laughs> followers are not very high, but we still are selling a lot of real estate. So. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we're anomaly. And Brian. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Brian Force, uh, Matt's business partner here in DFW. Uh, I, I'm almost totally out of production now, but not quite. I, I focus a little bit more on the uh, growth and expansion, building systems, mentoring, training agents, making everybody kind of their, their best version of themselves on the team. And, uh, and we're on our way to doing hopefully well over 100 units this year. 
Great. So we've got some, t- so tell me, um, what would you say? I know this is kind of very cliche, your top one tip. And I, we all know it's not just one thing. It's a bunch of things, right? It's an accumulation of everything. But what would you say, what's your top tip that you would give to an agent right now, whether they're brand new in the business in the middle, or they've been doing real estate for a long time advice. So my, my advice to, to anybody is, is, and it's like this, no matter whether you're new or veteran is whatever you're going to commit to be consistent with that commitment. And so, you know, for example, our commitment is to our lead gen and we protect that time like no other, right? So if we're not lead genning, then we're not going to have enough business in order to hit our goals. How are you lead gen? What, give us some lead generation tactics. So we're, we're a heavy prospecting based real estate team. And, and what I mean by that is, is I built my business on expires. That's my bread and butter. So we are, we are cold callers. We will run through walls and we will find a way to get a, a seller to hire us. So uh, we're going to call, we're going to text, we're going we're gonna to do drop-offs to them until they hire us or until they tell us to drop dead and go away. Okay, so um, what, are you doing anything, anything on the expired like 21st century as far as that goes? Not yet, but we are, we are <laughs> uh, well, it's still, right? Here's the thing, it still works. The tried and true method of calling and texting Maybe that's 21st century compared to what I was doing from 2007 to 2009, but it's still working. Now, we are seeing more of a, of a decline in the number of people actually answering the phone, right? Uh, and so we are analyzing you know, video marketing, um, going a little bit even some old school methods of, of doing pop buys um, with, with an attraction-based based method of, of, all right, if they don't answer the door, like, Myself, if someone door knocks me, I don't answer the door. But if they leave a package on there, I'm going to open up that package, right? And so we're going to have some attraction-based marketing messages in there. That's awesome. So one thing that I teach my students to do, we actually, I interviewed a guy, he does expires, and he sends this awesome letter out. And basically it says, it says, if you'd like to talk to someone who doesn't use a script, call me. So I, what I would suggest doing, which will really be helpful for you, is sending them to a landing page like, so I've got the URL, can Krista sell it? Or can you sell it, right? And then you send the letter, drop off a package, do an eight and a half by 11 postcard, and then send them to a URL while you say, hey, yeah. I'm a real person and get a video in there, right? And can, you know, I get your house didn't sell. Let me tell you why. The average agent is not doing any, they're not using social media. They're using 21st century, um, they're not using 21st century marketing strategies, right? They're still doing things like cold calling, open houses and door knocking it. They're forgetting about social media, digital marketing and proper use of technology and kind of like do a video to where that you take your expireds to like the next level. 100%. 100%. And, and that's, we are moving towards that. So I was running, uh, Nick Good will sell it. Um, and it, it, had a, it had a running number of how many properties. It was, it was a, uh, like a calculator of how many properties we were selling with a picture of it. Um, that we were sending people to and we weren't getting a lot of traffic at that time because that was newer that was years ago um, but absolutely that that definitely will work um, and and what I will say is is also go into making sure what with all of your sales you're getting reviews and com- oh, yeah. be consistent with your reviews of where you're going to target them so we have uh, close to we're about to depending on when the show gets released I'm sure by then we'll have over 100 reviews on Google once we hit that 90 mark, we started to see people reaching out to us uh, saying that they saw us, you know, saw our Google reviews and started inquiring. Just this past week alone, I believe we set two or three appointments because of Google reviews that we're not doing any, you know, we're not pushing out 
they're coming to us based on that. That's right. Have you heard of So Tell Us? I have not, no. Oh my gosh, you gotta look at So Tell Us. Tell them I referred you because I have an affiliate link, but So Tell Us, it's just the most easiest way to get a review. You tell you, you can send them a link or right in front of them, you can pull your phone up at the closing table and say, hey, you know, do you mind giving me a review real quick? And don't worry if the video sucks, I'll delete it. So it's not a big deal. And it takes one second. It goes automatically to Facebook, to Google, my business. I mean, everywhere. So tell us. It is amazing. And it's simple. I'll check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I need, I need that link. I'm still old school. I just send them an email. They have to click yeah. on and go right there. Exactly. Nah, it, it, it works well. Okay, Matt, your number one tip. Thank you, Nick. You're awesome. You're welcome. Um, so I'm a little bit different. My, I mean, I do some cold calling. I'm a relationship-based guy. Like I said, um, I was a bartender prior to getting into this. I think my one skill set that I brought into real estate is just an ability to connect with people. So my business now, um, it wasn't this way when I got into it, but my business now is so heavy, um, sphere and agent-to-agent -agent referrals from across the country. Um, I still do a lot of work for those, but the, the lead's a little bit warmer. I will say early... And, I want to preface this with saying I would never do this right now because I think the easiest way to make money in real estate is to sell crap to real estate agents. But the reality is I paid for leads. I bought leads for my first two years and did a pretty good job of closing them. I think now it's something that Brian's really good at is running Facebook ads. An agent could be just as effective with even some minimal understanding of Facebook ads. Um, and then it's just the conversion on the back end. If you don't have the ability to follow up with people at a high level, you don't need to fill your pipeline up with bought and paid for leads. You know, I think a lot of agents just default to that because they're scared of doing what Nick does well, the cold calling and those types of things. So they just go and purchase leads um, without the ability to follow up with them on any level. So while I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that, um, I think getting a very low level CRM and tracking your people at a high level, you know, I know because I'm a relationship guy, I know the clients that I have that are Alabama Crimson Tide fans, right? <laughs> and when Alabama does something, I know dogs, names. I know those types of things. People want you to stay engaged with their life. Um, I pull people into my world. My Facebook has all of my clients on it. Um, I share a lot on there. So they get to see a real unfiltered version of myself. Um, I do also keep that space clean. I don't cuss. <laughs> I don't post political nonsense. You're not right? posting any nude shots on yourself. No, on no, nothing, 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 oh, nothing, man. None of the good stuff goes on Facebook. <laughs> but the good thing about that is though, it creates a nice clean environment where I can, where I can interact with clients and they can see the business I'm doing and celebrate, um, celebrate my success through other people, right? You'll never see a, uh, Hey, look at me kind of closing posts. It's always coming from a place of celebrating the other person. And it's a slower burn, right? And, and most agents wash out in 24 months. They don't have an opportunity to build this kind of business. But if you get a deep-rooted relationship with people, um, I think that's the best way to have a long-term real estate business. Such a relationship business. I mean, that's one thing, too, especially when you can combine, you know, doing video marketing, being top-of-mind awareness, showing up on your news feed, and then seeing you in person, it's completely different. You can't just hide behind the screen of... Hey, I want to, you know, be online without being involved in the community as much as possible. And that's, I think, where a lot of people, they fail is it's, it is still a relationship business and people are more likely to work with you because they like you more than they are you being better than, I think the statistic is 83%. Don't quote me, but people are 83% more likely to work with someone that they actually like over something that's more qualified. And so you got to be likable. Absolutely. And we see it happen sometimes even with business and we pick up on the second end, they call you and they're like, a real estate agent was really great. The appointment, unfortunately, was terrible at everything afterwards. Yeah. That relationship did get them the listing in the first place just by being personable. So, I mean, followed up with actually being good at your job. But yeah. you know, 
you know, I love how you said follow up. Like you've got, you've, you know, automation is amazing. Having a great serum is amazing. But if you don't pick up the phone and put the people back into it, there's a problem. And I really believe that right now people want more people than ever. I mean, what's the first thing you do when you open up your email? You delete everything. I mean, I delete everything. 95% gets deleted. I keep like three or four emails and then I delete them in a month because I didn't have time to look at them. That's what people do. We have got to put, so true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like you got to put yourself back into the game. Don't hide behind your screen. Don't hide behind automation. You got to be back in there. Okay, Matt. Awesome. Brian, my man. Uh, I'll give you the broadest, but I think most important piece of advice that, that there is. Um, whatever day that you're thinking about quitting, just don't make it that day. Ah, <laughs> great advice. And I say that because, if, if, I mean, you just heard Nick and Matt talk like they're polar opposites when it comes to how they generate their business, how the, how they handle all of their just top to bottom. They're totally different and they're both very successful. Any type of person can be successful in real estate. Matt and I, I was just like Matt. I was a bartender, right? Nick was a janitor. I'm, I don't know what he was doing before that real estate. <laughs> 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 exactly. No, Nick was a pizza delivery guy, right? Um, like none of us are Mensa members. Nobody went to Harvard. Like none of us can run a four, four, 40 yard dash. Like you just don't need that type of talent to succeed in real estate. All you need to do is want a life for yourself down the road. That is, that is, that you have clarity around and in the motivation, the drive to get up every day, even when it's really, really hard and, 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 and keep going. And that's going to mean, it means different things to different people, right? For us, it's, it's, it's about doing the grinding work that, that can be really difficult sometimes. You know, a lot of times for me in the beginning, it was, it was getting up every day when I had no freaking plan as to how I was even going to get through the day or what I was going to do with my time or, or just, just figuring all that stuff out, right? You know, I was uh, fortunate enough to be, to be rookie of the year at our office my first year that I started. And honestly, I did it because I got up every day and I had no idea what to do with no money. So I'd go out and knock doors because I knew that was free. Right. And I just did that every day purely by happenstance. Like, honestly, if I had money back then, I probably wouldn't be in real estate still because I would have tried some elaborate marketing scheme that totally backfired and then just totally burned myself out. I'm, I'm glad I was super broke because I had to actually go out and get out of my comfort zone and just continue to meet people and just grind and grind and grind. Um, and that was, that was the model that I had back then and the model that I have now and what I pass on to our agents, right? Like those moments of doubt that we have in this business are fleeting and momentary, right? What's not momentary is living a, a life of mediocrity at some nine to five job that's never going to give you the financial freedom or the vision that you have for your life. So I tell our agents, right? Every day that you want to quit, just, just wait till tomorrow and then see if you feel the same way. And if you want to quit that day, wait till the next one. The only way that you can really quit is if you stop, right? The only way that anyone can quit is if you stop. And most people, they stop because they don't see results right away. They'll, they'll you know, I, I find it funny. And I, I still farm. I call it location domination because I, on steroids. Oh but um, I, you know, I'll, I'll see people try to farm in my areas and they'll send out one or two of the crappiest looking things ever. And then they'll stop. And it's like, this is a long-term game. You can't expect to do something one or two or 10 times. You have to stay in it and stick in it. So don't stop. Keep going. Be consistent. Get your head out of your butt and let's just do it. Well, it's, it's kind of like what we, we teach, you know, here, even on the podcast and the show that we do, you know, name the podcast again for these. It's called the only the podcast only, worth listening to the only real estate podcast worth listening to. And then we have a Facebook group called the only real estate group worth being a part of. I'm going to have to join that today. You do. Definitely. Definitely. And Absolutely. something with, 
So something we teach and, and why people give up is because they don't understand their emotions, right? And so, you know, we teach a lot of the emotional cycle of change. And, and the, you know, what ends up happening is, especially new agents or when you take on something new, what happens is you get really, really excited because you're already picturing that success. And so that's uninformed optimism. It's, 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 it's things we don't know what we don't know. Right. And so we, let's say that it's, it's a new postcard campaign and we're like, oh man, we are going to crush it. We're going to send out these, it looks great. We're going to send it out to thousands. I'm spending a lot of money on it. So hopefully I get a return. And then all of a sudden you send it out and you get no calls. Right. And so, but you're like, all right, what ends up happening is you move down, you know, so you move down the graph to informed pessimism. You're like, well, maybe, maybe they're just holding on to it. Maybe I'll get a call and I'll get a return. Well, typically it doesn't get better from, from there, right? Then you fall into the valley of despair. And the valley of despair is where people either will quit or they break through to success. And so what they end up doing is determining, all right, are they giving up on farming? Are they giving up on prospecting? Are they giving up on the real estate business in general? Because it's not going their way. And so these successful people will get up and will keep sending postcards, will keep lead generating and keep staying in this business until they hit that success cycle where most people what they will do is they will quit, right? They will quit and they will find something else that will attract and excite them. It's the same thing as like, if you have a friend and maybe we all have friends like this is, you know, you're like, you know, it's like, Hey Brian, what's going on? He's like, man, I just started this new job and it's awesome. I'm like, great, great. That's great, man. Well, you know, he's like, I can really go places with it. I'm going to make a lot of money. Awesome. And then I don't talk to him for a couple of weeks or a month. And I'm like, Hey Brian, what's going on with that? He's like, you know what? That job sucked, <laughs> you know, it didn't work out, but I'm on this new job and it's awesome. And yeah. Right. And they, they keep going back to that because you, you meet with them every month and they're on their fifth job in, in four months, but that new job they're doing kind of like the multi-level marketing guys that you see that that next big thing is the best thing ever. Oh, don't you hate the multi-level marketing? It's like every time they're selling you hair products and then, oh, this is, no, do this nail thing. And, yeah, oh, right. take, drink acai juice. Or it's like, yeah, I thought you liked the last product. This new stuff yeah. is going to make you yeah. So that is such of a good point, though. Such such of a good point. I mean, it's, it's uh, and also another thing, too. People get into the mindset if you meet somebody and they're just, their life always sucks. They always get fed the last meal at a restaurant or it's the wrong food or they get a toenail in their burrito. I don't care what it is. Everything is bad. And there's not, the only reason behind that is the person's mindset and their attitude and how they show up to life every day, right? You can show up one of two ways. Hey, life is awesome. Even when it's not and until it, until it is, or you can show up to my life sucks. I have no leads. I hate real estate. No one likes me. They're not going to sell or buy, or it's going to be like, I love real estate. I'm a rock star. I'm the number one agent in my community. I kick butt. You know, it's all about how you show up every single day, and you got to remember that. And people need to remember mindset is huge in, in any game, especially in real estate. Well, and I think the, here's the reality of it, too. Like, everybody's waiting for somebody to, like, row up next to them and say, hey, get my boat, and I'll save you. Here's the thing. After about the age of 18 or 19, nobody's coming to save you. Right. Like your, your, your parents are probably financially washed their hands of you. Like you've got to figure it out. And, and just, I think one real estate gets a bit of a bad rap because all the shows on TV make it sound like uh, yeah. we're, all, we're all Sir Hand or Frederick and we sell a house and we'll make 120 grand. Right. And they don't talk about the deals falling apart. They don't talk about the seller who just says they're not going to show up to closing because they don't like something like all these asinine things that happen in real estate that make it a real job. Brian's got a funny saying where he's like, all you have to be able to do is type on computers and speak English. The rest of it's mindset. 
That's the real skill set isn't is, is, is being able to control your mind, not the ability to physically knock on a door, right? That's not hard to do. We just get scared, you know? I know I do. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do, and that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month, or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we found it. See you soon. So let's, let me kind of turn, turn the, top, the subject here. So I want to hear about, you know, you guys starting. I'm not sure if you know a little bit about my story, but I was a teacher prior to getting into to real estate. So, um, and I left teaching because my daughter got sick. And so I wanted to become a stay-at-home mom. I thought I can sell six homes a year, which is really crazy because I would have made the same amount of money that I made as a teacher with a master's degree teaching for six years, right? Wow. So I left my, my, my teaching job. I was going to be a principal. And all of a sudden, after my daughter was sick, you know, we're home. We just bought a brand new house. And I found out my husband was cheating on me. So oh. that was the second time where, that I thought it was like the 80th time. But it was the second time I found out about it. And so I left him, and that year I sold 69 houses. Now, what? yes, well, why do I say this? Because I went, I went from being, like, having nothing, my bank account's completely drained, sitting um, in my kitchen on Thanksgiving, the first day of my, the holiday alone, right? The, the new girlfriend comes to pick up my kids, driving my car without my ex-husband, and I'm just like, my life sucks so bad. I, I hate myself. I'm a loser. My husband cheated on me. I'm not pretty enough. She's younger. I mean, like, what am I going to do? And I looked in the backyard and, I, and it was this blank slate. And I, after about two bottles of wine, I finally was realized I've got to do something here. And I just, you know, I went through that year, like the most depressed person on the inside and just feeling like a miserable, but on the outside, I showed up and I just put a smile on and I just hustled my butt. And so we all come from places like that. So I want to hear, you know, Brian, you talked a little bit about your beginning. You were, you had no money, you were broke and you, you were rookie of the year. Right. And so I want to hear a little bit about Nick and Matt. Tell me about your story. So I'll go first if that's all right, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So my, my story is, is I got in in 2000 and I was, I was a license, I was an unlicensed assistant in 2005, got licensed in 2006, stayed on as an assistant. 
I was making 10 bucks an hour. Um, and I graduated college in 2007. Um, and I was on the seven year plan or eight year college plan. So I was a late <laughs> graduate, but, um, they offered me a salary position and I turned it down. Right. So I said, Hey, can I make a hundred thousand dollars, you know, selling real estate like you guys are, they're making, you know, well, you know, I think half a million at that time, uh, the brokerage I was with and they said, absolutely. So went in hundred percent commission. I had just graduated college, just bought a house and was newly married. And so jumped jumped into to real estate and I did not make $100,000 my first year, but I poured everything into my business. And with that, I also neglected my marriage. And so I, I got divorced into, you know, because of this, um, because I found out, you know, my, my wife at the time, um, I don't know if it was a physical cheating, but definitely emotional cheating happened there because I was neglecting the marriage. And, and it, 2008 happened where, where I had eight deals under contract, I felt bulletproof at that time. I thought I was making that curve, right? So I was still married. Things were now going great. All eight deals fell apart in one month. Ah. And they did not come back. So normally we're like, all right, we can get them back. All eight did not come back. So I had no money. And so I started questioning myself in this business. You know, if you go through the emotional cycle of change. And with that, what I started doing is I started looking for jobs. And, and, I interviewed on a job, got a job offer at a foreclosure company since that was big at that time and uh, during the recession. And they, they offered me a 60 or $65,000 a year salary that I needed to work Monday through Saturday on. Yeah. If I wanted to hit the bonus levels um, to hit, you know, bonus, um, I really needed to find a way to work you know, all seven days. And, and realistically, I needed to find a way to work eight to nine days a week. Um, and so what happened is, is I had this, this kind of light bulb moment of saying, all right, if I actually learned to prospect and lead generate in this business, it's the same thing like going on a job interview. When you go on a job interview, that's prospecting, right? I'm actually actively looking for someone raising their hand saying, well, I'm hiring. Same thing. That's the same thing as expires and for sale by owners, right? Then I have to then somehow get my foot in the door at that job to get an interview. Same thing with expires or for sale by owners or clients. From there, I then have to wow them enough to get the job offer. From that point, I'm not earning money until I get the job offer and actually successfully complete that job. So everything that we do in this business, I don't understand why people would go find a salary job when they can come in and do that same thing, prospecting and lead generating every day and get paid a lot more. And so, working. It's just a matter of working. It's like, it's kind of like you said, you want, you want to work eight or nine days a week in <laughs> a seven day week for somebody else to make 65,000 or 70,000, but you can't put it into your own. So the moral of the story is work. Absolutely. And, and from that, it's a it's hundred thousand cents. And from 2010 until today, my brother is my business partner has built, we built up over $80 million worth of uh, real estate investment holdings. And so, you know, that, we didn't come from money. We, we, we didn't grow up poor, but we didn't come from money that we were able just to reinvest any of that. So no trust fund or silver spoon. Um, so it's just hard work. That's just the two of you. The two of you own $80 million of real estate. Correct. Wow. That's awesome. Now you guys heard that Matt, right in 2008, he had nothing. That's only 10 years ago. He's you're young. How old are you, Nick? I am 36. Yeah. You're, you're, he's young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay, good. Matt, you know, mine's a little bit different. I'm the, I'm the stupid kid who knows that the stove is hot and still touch it six times. So my, my, my real estate part of my journey 
has really only been comfortable for the past couple of years, right? I was firmly convinced that I was going to have to go back to slinging drinks. Um, you know, my natural talent will take me to 15, 16 transactions a year. Um, it's not comfortable. Uh, you're living paycheck to paycheck still in that world. But I was coming from a job that had no upward mobility, right? Like, I don't know how transparent we want to get, but I was drinking every night, smoking a bunch of pot. I was a bartender in a restaurant, and I lived that life to the extreme, right? Like, um, for all of those years. And it just got to a point where I'm 40 now. Um, it got to a point where in my early 30s, I got married, and I'm still married. And, you know, it just, that lifestyle was not conducive to a married man's lifestyle, right? And I had a guy I was bartending with who was kind of doing it part-time and getting ready to transition full-time. He's a good-looking dude, selling a lot of real estate. Still, honestly, sells more than me here in DFW now. He's an amazing real estate agent. We got to change kind of, that, Matt. I know, I know. Look, he's, he, his price point's amazing, so I can't really, whatever. Um, but the, the, the cool thing about it was was watching watching him transition out kind of gave me a little bit of confidence to take that step. You know, I was, I was making 90 grand a year bartending. You know, it was a hard job to walk away from. So, um, you know, finally making that transition into real estate. And then, you know, I was an assistant for a small team at the time. They were doing a bunch of business, but I just got my butt kicked for nine months. That probably catapulted my career forward more than anything else, uh, being an assistant to those guys. Cause I think they closed a hundred transactions those nine months. Um, so it was just, it was an amazing experience, but I also burned out really quickly. And then just kind of went on my own and had to figure out what that, that looked like. And that, that's had a whole bunch of different iterations in, in, in just the past four years of being on a team or um, running my own team and now partnering with Brian. But I, I've really just had to learn my way through real estate kind of by the burned hand method. You know, I've, we, we were talking, I think, before this, you know, we were talking about follow-up. You know, I've lost hundreds of thousand dollars due to poor follow-up, right? People listing with somebody else. I just that's just my natural way of learning. I got to get beat up. <laughs> and so the fact that I stayed in real estate as long as I did is kind of amazing because normally that type of personality gets washed out pretty quick. Um, but what I had in common with Nick was I, I'm firmly convinced that you can't outwork me, right? I will, I will work while I have my lazy moments and I have those things I blow off and those things that don't seem as important. I can, I can grind into the wee hours if it's necessary. And bottom line is if you want to make the kind of money that the top 1% in the country and the world are making, you don't get to work a regular job, right? You, you have to put in extra time. There's a there's a hockey stick effect to this entrepreneurship, and most people just don't want to put in the time um, to get there. And, 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 I, that that, and that's that's one thing I do notice about real estate agents, not to put anyone down, and lenders, is that you know they want a quick fix of something that just overnight, right? Oh, it doesn't work. I'm going to stop. It, it's so many things. I was listening to um, I'm in a mastermind group, uh, and yesterday I was listening to a, a, 20, a 40 minute presentation from somebody he was just talking about how it's a conglomeration of everything right it's not just running facebook ads or not just running google ads or not just door knocking or whatever it is that you're doing it's an accumulation of all of them and so it's so important that you have your hand in multiple places and that you're not giving up now with that being said don't if your hands are in too many and you don't do them well you're going to screw up not do well in, in all of them but i mean it you really have to just put in the time and the investment and um, and you've got to be willing to invest. It costs money to make money. You've got to, the quickest way to learn something is by hiring somebody else who's done it better and who's already there, right? Learn from those that are doing well. Um, for me personally, I've, you know, I've not had, had real estate coaches ever, but I've always had coaches, you know, business coaches, mindset coaches, leadership coaches. And the only way to get from point A to point B is to learn from someone that's already done it. You save money, you save time. But I find it funny how most agents are not wanting to invest in their business. They don't want to invest in a marketing budget. 
Um, they don't want to invest in their own education. How is it that in real estate, we make the kind of money that we make? Even if you're only making a $3,000 commission from wherever you're at, that's still a lot of damn money. Most people don't make that in a whole month of working. So to think that you, you know, on the low end can make $3,000 on selling one house without being properly educated and putting in the time and effort, I just, I don't get it, you know? We, we do this agent, agents a disservice too, I think, every October with a business planning clinic. Nick brings this up a lot, right? We make it seem like closing three units a month is no big deal. That's hard to do. If you're just an individual agent with no systems and no assistant, closing 36 transactions in a year is- Do you know that less than thing. 3% of agents across the nation sell more than 25 houses a year? I know what my personal production was when I got to the top 5% in the country, and I didn't think it was that damn impressive. But like, it, it's, it's a very low threshold. There's, there's not many people doing um, you know, over $6, 7000000 million a year in volume. There's just not. You know, but you can, you can. Absolutely. You can do it by being consistent, by showing up every day, by not giving up, by following through, by being out there in your community, by no like and trust factor, utilizing old school tactics, combining them with new school. I mean, you can do it. So just know it's a matter of just doing it and not stopping. The only way you can fail is if you stop. Absolutely. I would add to that. I mean, it's, if you have a conversation with any one of the three of us for more than a half hour, like you'll realize like even, even at someone at, at Nick's level, like, we're just as lost as everybody else is in this. Like there's, there's nobody here that I would think out of the three of us that would just consider us the preeminent expert in all things real estate. Ever. I'll tell you who is. It's all those real estate coaches that have never sold a house before in their oh, life. 100%. They know everything. 100%. Come on. I think the reason that we're successful or that we're, we're continuing to grow, you know, and I tell this to our team all the time, if you want to be awesome, just do awesome stuff every day. And I say it a lot more profanity laced than that. I'll keep it clean for the show. But what I mean by that is the things that we do to be successful are voluntary and conscious choices that we make every single day. They have nothing to do with inherent talent. They just have everything to do with even on the hard days, we still get up early. We're still the first ones in the office and we're still the last ones to leave, right? We can control those things in our lives. Whatever happens in between those hours, whenever we arrive at the office or leave or go on appointments or whatever, as long as we're there and we're working hard, we will by default just empirically over time get better and sell more houses, right? That's the so problem true. that people have, yeah, is that they just, they feel like, and Matt's put this, uh, uh, Matt said this a lot and, and it stuck with me. A lot of times people don't succeed in this business because they feel like that life isn't for them, right? Like they feel like they're not good enough or smart enough or like they look around and they see other successful people and they think that, oh, they just have some secret I don't or this or that. Like if you want the secrets, watch your show or watch our show. You will, we'll give you all the secrets. The secrets are this. Work hard and just keep showing up every day. Those are the only two secrets in real estate. Like I guarantee everything else is, is just some variation of those same two things. There are no secrets. There, there's nothing else. There's just, there's just doing the things that you can consciously do every day to, to continue to grow. And if you just do those, doesn't mean that every day is going to be easier than the next. There's going to be hard ones no matter how long you're in this business. But you'll be doing it on your terms, and I promise you that you'll be successful. You want to be in that top 5%, just show up every day and work your butt off. Be consistent. Absolutely. It's funny. So I wrote this book, uh, Three Clients in 30 Days. It basically, I interviewed 23 top producing agents in the top one to 5% across the country. And there's a few things they all have in common. One is they set goals every year, right? And it sounds so cliche. Like I'm reading Millionaire Success Secrets and I'm, you know, thinking oh, yeah. you're rich and all these. It's a great book. You read it? 
Yep. Millionaires does have, oh my God, it's awesome. <laughs> anyway, everyone has the same, they, they teach the same things. Set your goals, know your why, have a clear vision, be consistent, never give up, right? Do the right thing, have ethics and integrity. That, that's the secret sauce. It really is that. Yep. And I think above almost anything is just being consistent and keeping your mind as is, is intact as possible. I mean, your mindset is so huge. I really believe that it's about 75% of it. You know, it's just having a, a positive outlook. And when you get down and you want to give up and things you just suck, you've got to look at the bright side of things. One of the, one of the habits I teach my students every day is every day, write down, it's this right here, so this form right here where they, they visualize their day and they write down six things every day. What are you grateful for? Like six things. Tell me six things you do well, right? Every single day. And then at the end of the day, write down six wins because success breeds success. The more you win, the more you win, right? And people are so focused on what they don't do well that they, they, then they keep doing those things unwell. <laughs> don't focus on what they do right. So you guys have been great. I mean, it's been so awesome having you. So the only pod the only real estate podcast worth listening to they have a podcast what days what days do you guys air we do new episodes every wednesday wednesday is at three central okay wednesday the three central and then i you also got the facebook group you're just giving tons of value as you can see from these uh, young men the only they're missing is a girl they definitely need a krista on their thing i can just tell you that <laughs> but, uh, need to get some some uh, uh not testosterone what do we have we have something else anyway Yes, estrogen in, in the group. Um, but they've got tons of value. They've been, they're selling lots of real estate. They're in it like you, just like I am. I mean, they get where you're coming from. So Siri's talking to me. So, um, you know, listen, listen up. And it, I know it sounds very cliche. Oh, they're just saying have a good attitude, whatever it might be. It really is the truth. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep pushing. Be consistent and, and you'll do well. So any, so Brian, uh, Nick, and Matt, it's just been so great. Anything, any last words that you'd like to say or talk about or do or give to the listeners? Yeah. There, so when we're talking about doing, there's a difference between busy work and, and you know, being productive, right? And so there's something that, that we like to teach on, which is a leading and lagging indicator, right? And uh, leading indicators are something you can control and lagging indicators is something you can't control. So you can control how many people you call every day. You can control how many uh, um, personal handwritten letters, notes that you send out. You can control how many doors you knock. What you can't control is who answers the phone, who opens your letters, and who answers the door. But if you do enough of your leading indicators, commission is actually a lagging indicator, right? Because you, you can't really control your commissions but you can't control your activities to get there. And so it's being busy with, with that productive work in the legion. You know, if you talk to enough people, you're going to get those, those, those three clients in 30 days or those three deals a month or whatever your end goal is. And so it, there is that big difference that we all see, um, whether it's on our team, whether it's uh, with other agents, they're like, I'm just so busy. And, and, and you start to break down what their day looks like and they're busy doing non-essential non work um, in order to, to help them make money. Yeah, so focus on your money-producing skills, right? Surfing Facebook, unless you're doing a Facebook Live or a video to your community or posting an ad is, is not productive, right? So find out what you do well. And uh, have you guys ever heard of uh, Chet Holmes, The Ultimate Selling Machine? Yes. 
Oh my God, love him. So he basically talks about writing out your six things that you're going to do a day, how often you should be time blocking things and really cutting out all of the time wasters. I mean, if you do an activity and really time block what your week looks like, it's called a time study, you'll realize just how much time you waste on things that are busy that aren't making you any money at all. I mean, really be aware of how you are spending your time because a lot of you will be shocked. Awesome. Nick, Brian, thank you. Thank you. Thanks your for turn. Having me. I, I, I want to hear what oh, your, your last gotcha. cutting. Oh, my what? last, my last words. Um, I mean, geez, these guys summed it up so well. I would just say, find what you're good at and do it every single day, right? And that's going to be really, really difficult in the beginning because I think that you should try just about everything, whether it's calling, sphere, door knocking, whatever. You're going to find what your strengths are pretty quickly, um, and then you've just got to commit to doing it every day. Like you, you get to choose. You get to choose what you're, I, I think the best way to put it, and there's a, there's a book by Mark Manson that's got a really uh, profane title with a big orange cover. If you haven't read it, you should. Um, but it, it essentially says that you get to choose what problems you care about in this world. But the problems aren't, you're never going to live a life where your problems just go away, right? In real estate, you get to choose a lot of, uh, a lot of difficult challenges, right? You get to choose uncertainty. You get to choose building your own business and everything that comes along with it, right? You get to choose... Um, building momentum in the beginning from scratch, which is really difficult to do, right? In the corporate world, you get to choose um, the certainty that you'll never live anything more than a mediocre life, right? You get to choose that you'll probably get to go on one budgeted vac vacation for the rest of your life, right? You get to choose that your 401k will probably not be enough to, to fulfill your, your retirement until you're about 90 years old, right? Uh, you get to choose a lot of things, but they're chosen for you up front, right? We get freedom in real estate in a lot of ways, but we have to earn it. And so, all that stress, all that, that that emotional sort of stuff that you go through when things are bad, those are you paying your dues to buy your life back in the time that it matters. So if you can keep that mindset and know that everything that you're putting into this will pay off, uh, if you don't give up, then then that should get you through every single tough day. Hustle now to, to, to work hard later. With that being said, I'll just tell you a little story. So now that I'm coaching, I, I spend 95% of my business on coaching and 5% of my business in real estate, and we'll still close over 100 deals this year. Jeez. And it's because we put in the time, and that, that we put in the time on, you know, developing a relationship with the community, really doing the back end of it, right? And so hustle now to work less later. Hustle now, I mean, hustle now, so later on you can enjoy your life and kind of sit back and breathe, but you, you can't expect to get there if you don't hustle now. So hustle now for the next few years, so that when you're 60 or 70, you hopefully don't have to. And I'm sorry if you're 60 or 70 and you're listening to this and you have to hustle, but keep hustling until when you're 80 or 90, you don't have to, right? 100%, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and there's, yeah. a, there's a, well, in my mind, piggybacks right off what you were going to say, right? Regardless where you come down your religious beliefs, there's a YouTube video with Stephen Furtick and T.D. Jakes, where T.D. Jakes is uh, talking about his new book, Soar. But he says one line in there that stuck with me. There is a 60 or a 70-year-old inside of you right now it's counting on you to work your ass off. Oh, I love that. that. Do not let that person down. Do not let that person down. Because at 70, you don't want to do this. There's oh, no. no. You, you want to do it if you want to, right? You want to sure. leisurely sell a house because you're bored. You don't want to, you know. You don't want to have to. And there, there's an old person inside you counting on you doing the right thing while you have the energy. And don't let that person down. Because really, there's not going to be anybody to save you when you're 60 or 70. Right? Matt, that's awesome. That, yeah. The book's called Soar? S-O-R-E? Soar. S-O-A-R. Like, like an eagle. But gotcha. uh, the, the, the podcast, you can find it online if you just TD Jakes and Stephen Furtick. Uh, it's about an hour long uh, interview. It's pretty great. 
Well, I just want to thank you, rock stars, the only real estate podcast worth listening to and the only real estate group worth being on, with the exception of um, this one. This one, yeah. Absolutely, yes. And, uh, but I want to thank you guys for being being on the show. You guys did great. You, some great insight and information. I love the fact that you're actually, you know, getting into coaching here pretty soon. You're thinking about it and you're doing real estate, which is just phenomenal because you understand what real estate agents are going through right now and the grind that they are in and their emotions and their feelings, uh, just as I do. And also, you know, what strategies are working now that didn't, you know, that, that were different than uh, 10, 15 years ago. So it's great. Absolutely. 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 We appreciate you having us. I appreciate you guys. We'll have you on again. And thank you guys so much, everyone. If you want to look them up, you know where to go on their podcast. And I'm going to encourage them to do more than just one a week because you want to hear from them more than just once a week. Don't you, people? You you join, join our group. Join their group. Oh, good. Join the group. They'll give you lots of in insight on that. Thank you so much, Brian, Matt, Nick. I appreciate you guys for being here. Thank Thanks, you. Krista. Make it a great home selling and buying day. You too. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month. Or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take it 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we found it. See you soon. Come back and join us five days a week, every Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out kristamayshore.com backslash podcasts for free downloads and resources.